You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? From the front time, bitch! Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This has is clean. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. I am pain. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. That's right. I'm your main man here, Eddie Monster. And we've got a good one for you guys today. That's right. There is probably nobody as prolific a writer as Stephen King was in the 20th century. I mean, if you think about it, think of all the films that have come out within the last, I don't know, 40, 50 years, right? And how many of them in horror have been attached with the name Stephen King on it, right? Even if it's just him as, you know, it was based off his book. I mean, I mean, there's Carrie, there's Firestarter, Dead Zone, It. I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, there's so many. Secret Window, there's just a ton. And there's still movies coming out today that feature Stephen King. So it's... Quite the honor, and I and every year I try to pick at least one of his movies to check out. And uh, for today, we decided to do Sometimes They Come Back. From Stephen King, the modern master of terror, creator of Pet Cemetery and Misery, comes an all-new excursion to the place where Hopper comes alive. This used to be a nice little town, but for Jim Norman, it holds a terrifying secret. Now, 27 years later, he's come back with his family, but they won't be alone. Driving in person, Mr. Norman. All he wants is a chance for a new beginning. I don't want to dream. The things that haunt him are about to begin all over again. Norman, Norman. Can Jimmy come out and play? Starting again, isn't it? Jimmy, what's wrong? If someone seems like they're in trouble, <laughs> they probably are. Why are they after you? I killed Billy, I killed Kate, and now they want me. Seems they're here to finish up some old business, and we're part of the plan. Something's left unsettled? Sometimes they come back. Please help me! Tim Matheson. Brooke Adams. Robert Russler. And William Sanderson. 
sometimes they come back. I've been waiting for you, son. continue if you do not want to know all right so we're checking out uh sometimes they come back which is a pretty interesting movie if i do say so myself it stars the great tim matheson who you guys may remember uh from anima house he was also in that awful child's play remake that starred mark hamill as the voice of chucky and then uh so he plays jimmy norman Okay, and Jimmy Norman, 27 years before, uh, witnessed the death of his brother. They were walking, going to the library, being good kids. You know, it doesn't pay to be good kids sometimes, but they were being good kids. And uh, they get stopped underneath a tunnel, uh, train tunnel. And they get stopped by a rival gang, or I should say a gang. I don't know why I said rival gang, but they get stopped by a gang of hoodlums, which is never a smart idea because, A, you're inside a tunnel. B, a train could come in at any time. So it's like, who knows, right? So it's already spelling disaster. And his brother gets stabbed. And when they go to to leave because they hear the train, the gang doesn't make it and they die. So Jimmy narrates in the beginning and explains that his parents moved him away as soon as that happened. And now it's 27 years later and he has returned to the very town that he once lived in uh, to go teach. And apparently he had an incident in Chicago, uh, which has been the big talk of the town between the students. It's one of those things like when a new guy comes to school, I heard he murdered somebody. I heard he like did this and another person. I heard he did that. Sort of the same thing. Uh, but little to, to him, right? He's teaching. He's doing his thing. All of a sudden, this mysterious black car with, you know, the flames comes back and it kills one of his students. He shows up to class and guess who? One of those guys from that gang is all of a sudden in his class, and it's played by Robert Russler, who plays Richard Lawson, who presumably is the leader of the gang and the one that stabbed his brother. Uh, but Robert Russler, you may remember from uh, such films as Weird Science, uh, Thrashing opposite Josh Brolin. But most importantly for horror fans, he was in A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. That's where most of you may remember him from. And, uh, yeah. So he comes in, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, this is a little weird. And then all of a sudden another student dies. And then all of a sudden there's uh, Nicholas Sadler's character, Vinny. And I remembered Nicholas Sadler. I know he's been in A Scent of a Woman, Twister, Stop on My Mom Will Shoot, Idle Hands, uh, Bye Bye Man. But I remembered him from Mobsters because he plays Mad Dog Call, 
you know. So I always remembered that for some reason. So he comes in, and all of a sudden, you know. So for every death, apparently one of them, somebody comes back, and they come back because it's unfinished business. So now, throughout the film, right, we see this struggle. You know, he's struggling. His wife just wants to help, but who's going to believe this story? The chief of police doesn't believe his story, thinks he may be the killer. And, uh, by the way, his wife is played by Brooke Adams, the very uh, beautiful Brooke Adams you may remember from The Dead Zone, The Unborn, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Uh, So he's kind of like, nobody's going to believe my story, whatever, even though they want to help. He starts to do a little digging, and he goes to see an old cop, and he remembers that the reason the gang couldn't go is because he had taken their keys. The keys had dropped. He took them. So now the gang is basically back for revenge because, believe me, when you're watching this film, they really want to fucking kill this guy, but they want to do it their way um, pretty much. So that's the whole thing. He visits an old cop who everybody believes is a little crazy because he got shot in the head. But he looks at him and says, hey, sometimes they come back for unfinished business. Hence the title, Sometimes They Come Back. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so it was it was a pretty decent movie. I mean, you got to remember, this was a TV movie. And a lot of Stephen King's films at the time were turned into TV movies. That's where, uh, that might have, I guess, been where the money was for him, apparently. Licensing the rights to television, I would assume. I don't know. I don't know how that deal works. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. Uh, great character work. I liked all the actors that were in this film. I thought each every one of them did a a pretty good job. You know what I mean? Like pretty stand up job, especially Tim Matheson. He's a, that dude's a legend. Dude's an absolute legend. Uh, just from Animal House alone, the Brady Bunch sequel. Uh, I'm even trying to remember films that he was in. But you know, and everybody pretty much did what they were supposed to each person had a role and they played it i thought uh the gang at times were uh were a little obnoxious i don't know if that's the right word to use i just thought vinnie constantly laughing was would just drive me nuts i'm sorry i'm like sitting there like if i heard this guy all day i would want to hit him with a shovel you know what I mean? Like, just tell him, like, oh, my God, just shut up, you know? But I think that was the point of it, and I liked it because you got to remember, these are kids from, I'm, I'm assuming, if the if they go by the date of the movie, so the movie comes out in 1991, so 27 years before that, I mean, what is that, the 60s by 91? I don't remember, but I'm presuming then, or if it takes place earlier, maybe it's 50s. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, guys usually that were in that kind of a role where they played greasers that were, that were 
don't know if you want to call them gangbangers, but you know, whatever it is, they sometimes always had that really obnoxious, you know, guy in their gang. Like they always had one. You know what I mean? Like they always had the guy that laughed a lot, and uh, and he seemed to be always the crazier one out of all of them. Right? The guy who laughs is the one you don't want to mess with, usually, because he is usually the crazy one. And that's definitely the case in this one. Uh, I did like some of the the um, special. I don't, I don't want to say special effects, but. You know, when they, uh, this is one scene where the gang is kind of like, come on, show them your evil face. Nah, nah, man, we only do that to kids. And then all of a sudden it's like they're all like like hideous looking and it's what they looked like after the accident. And Robert Russler's I just thought was awfuls. Awfuls. Yeah, I said that. Uh, it just was bad. It just seemed like, I don't know, something you would have saw out of you know, army, uh, army of darkness, you know, like he looked like a deadite and it just didn't make sense with the rest of them who looked like, you know, half burned skeletons and, you know, stuff like that. And his just looks like straight out of army of darkness. I was like, wow, that just kind of doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? It just didn't really fit with the rest of them, but I thought it was cool. You know, it was cool enough. You know, they went for a certain effect and uh, they accomplished it with it. I mean, you got to show these guys are, you know, while they do look human and alive, they're really not. Um, one criticism I do have of the gang is they sure do waste a lot of time. They are just awful at at sticking to a plan. You're going to learn that throughout this film. Because it's like they want to kidnap the son but they do such a terrible job doing it. You're wondering, like, like have you guys not learned anything? You've had 27 years, literally, to figure out a plan. And this guy comes back on your doorstep, practically, and you still can't seem to kidnap his kid or his wife. You know what I mean? To, to kind of get him, like... Oh, if you want your wife for kid alive, like you come see us at the bridge, you know, or at the tunnel or whatever. And it's like, took them long enough. And like, man, you guys are awful. Very, very awful at, at just sticking to a plan. Uh, but overall, I, I liked everything about the film. It didn't feel like a TV movie. It didn't have that flow. And maybe it's because it's the way it's edited. You know, when they want to format it to actually look like a movie. Uh, but yeah, it flowed real nicely. I, I thought it was really well written. Uh, it's a pretty good story. I like I like it, you know, and, and there's plenty of sequels to check out. And apparently it's like I think it's sometimes they come back for more. And then sometimes I think they, sometimes they come back again. I think are the two se- are the two sequels to this that I'll probably check out. I thought I had seen this movie years ago, but I've been under the uh, certain impression. If you can't remember any of the details of the movie. Either A, it's been that long that you you just don't remember, or B, you need a rewatch. And that's what this was. This was a rewatch for me because I didn't remember any of the details of this film. And I swear I saw this back in 1991 or 92, but, I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, but, yeah, so that's going to do it. I definitely think this is a, a pretty good film to check out. 
for sure. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to give the film a B for a final grade. And that's going to do it for me. And I'll uh, remember, as always, visit moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com. Again, moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Thank you.